First of all, I want to say I'm so happy that you're back and that your baby is doing better. Shalva Geula, Basmalka Bracha. Baruch Hashem, Shaniska. We should always hear good news and be there for each other. Big time. And you taught us a big lesson on Friday with with thanking Hashem, because you're sure that everything's going to be okay. It's a big, it's a big limud. It had a big ashpa on me. Very big. Okay, so the week, this, this week is sponsored by Yosef, Nuli, and Aaron in honor of their second, second year of Aliyah, their second year since they've come home. Crazy. Feels today. like a... Mamish today. today. Mm-hmm. 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 I feel like it's been a mamash forever. Like, it doesn't feel two years. It's been beautiful. So, Baruch Hashem. And in honor of their son Nate's 15th birthday. Baruch Hashem. And the week is sponsored by Batya and Chaim Davids for the Rafur Shlema of Batya's Ima Masha Fegel Bas Chavayenta Tokeyer. She'd have Rafur Shlema, such a special woman. And Phyllis Miller in memory of Shoshana Bas Mordechai Nachman. That, that's her Ima. Shana Aronofsky Weiner. Weiner on her 36th yard site. Wow. Okay. Um... Okay, I just want to, I want to, I'm going to try. I, I, it doesn't always work for me because I'm, I'm working a lot in the afternoons and evenings in Yerushalayim. I'm trying to finish some, some musical projects during this tukufa, but when I'm around, we started yesterday learning Rav Sasson between Mincha and Marev on, on, on Binan Beis Amigdash. And, I, and I'm really just in love with him and his Torah. And I would encourage everyone to try to make it out and, and uh, just try to mechazik the minchamar. Even though Baruch Hashem, it's been pretty strong. I'm very, very proud of the chavra. So we're going to continue that hopefully today, again, as much as possible. As much as possible. But I did miss everyone on Shabbos, and I heard that the davening and the divrei Torah were gishmak. Were beautiful. Baruch Hashem, it's great. It's wonderful. Self-compassion is a real Indian, you know, chavra? Self-compassion is like a real holy thing. Shu is big on it. She was big on it. It's a deep Torah. The PSS and Rebbe was also very big on, 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 on the concept of having self-compassion. It's not the way the world teaches it. And that's not the way the TED Talks give it over. There's a lot of TED Talks on self-compassion. There's some nice things in there. 
It's not exactly the way that the world is talking about it. The way the Piyasetz Nerebbe is speaking about self-compassion is, is so, uh, such a hemshech to everything we've been learning until now. We're starting today a new segment in Perektet on Dav Kuf Zayin. Open up Dav Kuf Zayin. We're starting off, uh, David, does it have by you B? Is that what it says? Two. Two, okay, two. Two. The PSN Rebbe is going to bring up the concept of self-compassion in a manner that's going to enable us to really implement all the hacks, all the tactics that, he spe- that, he's, that he's given us until now. You know, Bifrat, we have a friend that's going on a woman. She's leading a woman's trip to Poland tomorrow. Our dear friend in New York, Zahava Feidman. She's part of leadership of a, of a women's trip to, to Poland. And she showed me that on the itinerary, they're going to the Chidush Sharim, they're going to the Svasanas, uh, amongst other places. One of the, one of the, one of the things she, she wanted to know, are there any, you know, any Shaykh Torahs for this week from the Tzaddikim she's going to see? Um, so she can give it over there. I saw Svasanas and Parashas Matas is unbelievable. That Amamish has to do with this. You see, one of the reasons why people may not take the Piyasetz Nerebbe's advice all the way is because how do I know that my machshavas are emes lamito? How do I know that my power of visualization and imagination is mamish emes adasov? How can I trust it? Svasema says in our parasha, Parashas Matos, 1872, Tafresh Lamed he says, that's the Eitzahara coming to you in the, in the easiest way. You know why? Because you never know. <coughs> but to say that it's sheker, because you never know, is mamish the worst thing you could do. If you have a hatmada, the Svasana says, if you have consistency with the attempt to purify your process of imagination and visualization and widening your thoughts and working on it, but like we said this last Shabbos, like the greatest Pasuk in the Torah, right? like the, the Indian of Korban Tamid, Tmit eventually that hergel will become your teva to reach you to the place of emes lamito. But like the Piyasetzner Rebbe finished the last piece that we had, <coughs> just the last few words over here. Chamesh me'ot shana gvohim ha'shamayim in ha'aretz. It's 500 year distance between the heavens and the earth. I loved that line. You can't jump from, heaven, from earth to heaven in one psiya meaning you could choose to be in Gan Eden for a few minutes, but understand, you're probably not going to last there for more than five minutes. That's another thing. But the avoda, it has to do with tmidius, consistency, which will eventually lead us to a place that our thoughts and our imagination and visualization are emes lamita. The question is, till I get there, what am I doing? And how easy it is for the Yitzhar to come and start messing with your mind and saying, come on, you know this isn't, stuff's not real. You know it's not. You know you can't really say this is mamish emes lamito. You can't. And it tries to come and bury you right then and there. So the PSS Nerebbe is going to help us today to define what it means to have self-compassion. It's not a midah we have to make up and invent. Why? Because it's in our teva already. These are things that are already in our teva. The concept of compassion is already in our teva. You know, Jerry was, was freaking out last week about a video. like by accident went on Twitter for the first time in, a, in forever, and he saw that people are actually posting things that aren't all beautiful. Right? So he saw, like, did you see there was a video of, of, of little kids cursing at a policeman? I was thinking, like, he was going to show me, like, tell me, like, I saw a mass murder or something. He's like, little kid. 
in our teva, in our teva, of teva, in our teva, in our teva, we are rachmanim. The thing is, the Piyatzanser Rebbe says, we don't really understand what it means to do that rachmanis towards ourselves. We hopefully know how to do it to other people, but have rachmanis deep down inside. Rachmanis doesn't mean pity. It's not what I'm talking about. Rachmanis, real deep sense of compassion. We would utilize every etzah any tzaddik ever gave us to, to use it to purify our thoughts, to make our thoughts stronger. We would, we would use it at any given situation that we have. Right now it's 9.20. Some of us have been up for two hours, three hours, eight hours, Mr. Rich. How many thoughts have we already had? We wouldn't, you know, it would have been nice that they weren't there. Not just that, how many thoughts have we had today? Not only would it have been nice that it wouldn't be, wouldn't be there, but they mamish did, they, they already injected some poison into the way that I define and view myself. That's, that's the war. That's the war. Yeah. Can I give a short story about the... Short, 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 short. Very, very short. So that's does... it, that's it. So, no, no, okay. <laughs> Listen, I get him, I'm always in Purim, I'm in Simcha all the time. I'm in my last bit. Go for it, Alicia. He would come down this morning, in the morning and his daughter would make coffee for him. So she would put in uh, the coffee, then she put in the sugar, and he'd drink the coffee. End of story. So the other daughter said, I also want to make coffee for this for Tata. So she came down, he came down, he made coffee. She put in the, <clears throat> the sugar, she put in the, the coffee, and she gave it to him. He's not drinking. 30 seconds. What's happening? Why aren't you drinking the coffee? She says, I don't want to say anything better, but you don't want to make coffee? What did you do? You put in the sugar, and then you put in the coffee. Because they can't drink it. Because why? Because coffee is strong. It's dim. How do you make coffee? First you put in the coffee, and then it puts a clam tea the dim with the sugar. So what I want to say is, is that there are going to be moments between us and our children that they're going to get such a zest, not even physically, but if that moment can be just a little bit hamkakat of dinim at that moment, they're going to remember it forever. Emes. Yes. 100%. Ashkoyach Yeshua. How does the brother define Rachmanus on for yourself? I'm going to let him do it okay. because I I'm, I don't I don't have any opinions. Okay. I only I'm trying to just drink from the fountain. But we're going to get to, yeah. that's exactly what we're going to hopefully speak about because it's a that's the that's the ichor of the shear. Yosef, you had your hand up. Yeah, I, I, there, there, I actually wanted to talk to you that there are certain things that I think there's a very big difference between self compassion and then like I don't even know what the right word is, but being a cop out. Not 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 a cop out like. Having self-compassion for yourself for doing the things that you're supposed to do. Uh, you want a cookie? Like, like, I'm supposed to get up. Get up and go down. It's not what we're talking about, though. It's not what it's we're talking about. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. It's for the things that you have self-compassion on yourself for... No, no, no. Tatira. Loze. I hear you. Loze. Because there were times that you said... In the shir, like by you should be so happy, you should be so grateful. You're here, you're davening, you're taking them up. You're not supposed to be here. Wait, how old are you? There are people that are four to five years old. They're not married. If they're married, they don't have kids. If they have kids, they can't make parnasa. Hashem, you figured out marriage and kids and parnasa. 
extent. Come, come, sit at the head of the table. Come here, come here. You figured out marriage, sit over here. Get over here. <laughs> You're giving sheer to my money. Right, ah, ah, You're sure, that's exact. Guys, guys, guys. What Yosef is showing us is, is that there's a voice in every one of us that says that. Don't pat yourself on the back. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? I have so much to share on this that if I started, we wouldn't go anywhere. The bottom line is, the bottom line is over there, is that that's where we have to nip it in the bud. Exactly what you're bringing up right now. Because we're wired. We're wired differently. We're wired differently. And if you don't use Slack, I, I, know, I can't speak for anybody else. I, I know myself. Because if I don't... It, only you. It's only you that goes through this. <laughs> now, this is my best friend in the world. I can't believe this is like <laughs> locker room time. I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And you're still here. Ruch Hashem. You're still in this year. Let's, let's, let's let the Rebbe start doing that. I can... Guys, you understand. I have, no, I have no shitas. I don't have any method. I'm, I'm trying to understand with you what the words of the tzaddikim are telling us. It's not, I don't have any chokmas. I'm hopefully, hopefully, just because we, we're all in this together, I'm just trying to be yonik here from the, from the, from the light of light, from the Heiliger of Klonimus Kamen Shapir Hashem Yikom Damo. That's it, that's it. Just to draw from the fountain of his, of, of his everlasting love, because he had everlasting love. And everlasting compassion. Everlasting compassion. Again, this Sefer is written before the war, but it might as well have been written during the war, like we keep on saying. And after the war. These are words, dvarim, kayomim, lenetzach, netzachim. So look over here. Otbet. We're just going to do a little bit, because this is a, a very deep, mamash, heavy stuff. Just going to do maybe one, one paragraph, okay? <clears throat> Now let's go back to the beginning of what we're all, this whole, this whole dance has been about. What did the Rebbe say over here? What don't we have the luxury to do? None of us have the luxury to not take advantage of every moment that Hashem gives us the ability to strengthen our thoughts. You could look at that as one of the most harshest, most disciplinary acts of Chinuch, or you could look at it with light. Now I'm going to read this same words I just said right now, with so much love and light. I wanted to do it like the way that you described right now, or I'm going to do it the way that I want to imagine the Rebbe's who said it like this. What an amazing privilege it is to take advantage of all the eights as the Sefer has given us until now to, to have self-compassion on ourselves. Now, what does it mean so far to have self-compassion? It means to tune into your teva, to tune into your nature. What's your nature? What's the teva Isha Yisraeli? 
The teva of the ish Israeli is to be in tune with what Hashem wants to do. What does Hashem want to do? The way the Arizal begins is everything. Lehitiv li buruav, to do good for his creations. To do good for us, to do good for us. Ah, we have all these thoughts that are doing the exact opposite. So the Rebbe says we have no luxury to say, I'm not going to work on this power of visualization and the strengthening of thoughts. Uh, he says that, that it's not going to work for you. What we need to do is take advantage of any hack, any trick, any moment where yesterday's method of good thoughts on myself or holiness were for yesterday. Today is more. Every time is more. Which Rebbe was always about more? Which other Rebbe was always, this whole thing was more? More modern day? Huh? Which Hasidish Rebbe is more, come on, which Hasidish Rebbe is more, and I, he's one of my heroes, but you know what I'm talking about. The Rebbe. The Rebbe. The Rebbe. The Teva is not just to always be good. The Teva, deep down inside, is more. It's about more. Stronger, stronger, deeper, better, holier. More compassion, more Achmanus, more, more, more. So the Rebbe says, like, what he's beginning over here by explaining over here is that when you, when you take advantage of everything that's in front of you, your life in that, just on its own becomes more. I'm thinking about it right now, like another, another Bein HaMetzarim, another Tishbev coming up. If my, if my experience of Bein HaMetzarim isn't infinitely deeper than whatever was last year, then what am I doing? What am I doing? My visualization of the Beis HaMikdash and living in a time where we can bring Kurbanas, where there'll be Aliyah Regel isn't expanded more, more than last year, then what's this year? Then what is it? Then Shkoyach, ritual, ritual check. Le'echoliot. The Rebbe says, we have all the emtsaim. How do you say emtsaim? All the... Uh, mediums. Yeah, all the mediums through which to work, to expand our consciousness and to expand our power of visualization and thinking for the experience to be that much closer to my heart. And I have to take advantage of every single medium. And this is what this whole se- honestly, this is what this whole Sefer has been. Offering us ein sof, mediums through which to enhance that place in me, that when I do it, I begin to have compassion on myself. I begin to have compassion on myself. Let's see how he continues. The Az, fourth line. Then we'll reach the beginning of what we began speaking about. Wow, what a world. We will actually feel the emotional excitement that our neshama feels when it comes in contact with holiness. When I say those words again, they sound like no chiddush there. It's actually a very, very deep chiddush. We will actually feel how our nefesh gets excited when it comes in contact with Kedusha. I'm going to give you a very painful example right now. Each of you put on tefillin this morning. Do you understand what you wrapped around your arms? Did you meet the Ragesh at all? Did you become excited at all with what your neshama was becoming uh, excited about? The neshama was flying. Flying. It felt at home. 
hit Mat Mishvelt at home for a few minutes with the Talas and Tefillin on. <laughs> Jerome, no pressure, right? <laughs> I was like, should I say this right now? I was like, I got it. Right? Meaning, it's like the, ne- the nefesh is like, ah, yes, yes, I'm being tended to, I'm being... Who, to hear, this, is, this, this connects to another deep, deep Torah from the P.S. Etzner from uh, Tzavez Zeros. Tzavez Zeros. Did you ever hear your neshama singing? Did you ever hear yourself sing? Remember that Torah? Did you ever hear yourself sing? What are you talking about? I hear myself sing. No, 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 no. Did you ever hear what's going on inside of you when you allow yourself to sing? We are so accustomed to doing, 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 but we're not accustomed to being mitragesh from the kedusha that I'm coming in touch with, that I'm coming in contact with. The point of this sefer is lehitragesh. Lebamish, what he said, shenargish et hitragshuyot nafsheinu likedusha. That you and I will actually feel and become emotional and excited when our nefesh comes in contact with Kedusha. Baruch Hashem, the way our days are structured is that the opportunities for these meetings are happening all day long. All day long. Every moment. Every single day. And now this is the key of the Sefer as well. Not just when the nefesh on its own feels things, but that I, Basav Adam, can be poyal, that I could cause a hitrakshut of Kedusha. What's the difference between the two? What we just said right now, this is very important. What's the difference between um, that the nefesh on its own, it's mitrageshet, or that I am a cause of the hitrakshut of my nefesh. Understand the difference? What's the difference? What does that mean? What's, what's involuntary hitrakshut of the nefesh? It just happens. Just happens. Like what? Give an example. You, you get inspired by something. Yeah. It happens. Smell something. Smell. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's, that's me'atzma. That's me'atzma. That's, that's from it's just non-involuntary. What's voluntary? Why are you sitting here right now? Why are any of you sitting here right now? We're not in high school. You don't, there's, no, there's no... Why are you here? Why am I here right now? Why are we here? Because you want to be. Because, because you want to be mafil. Because you want to be part of the activation of the Hisrakshus of the Neshama, of the Nefesh. The Rebbe says to bank on moments of being mitragesh, when it happens me'atzma, is very dangerous. Very dangerous. A lot of people bank on those moments and they think they, that, they're, that they're leading Yiddish homes and, and by banking on moments that me'atzma, it'll happen. Now what, what does that look like? I'll go to shul, there'll be a good nigun, me'atzma, it'll happen, right? Or me'atzma... It won't work. The avoda here is is hafala, is activation. It's not going to happen on its own. I, the coin, listen. So David, no, someone else will. It'll happen. Like it'll it'll be. It'll be. It's that's what the Rebbe is saying in this safe is like we could we could we could we have to notice both though. That's important. You can't bank on the first one, but we have to notice and be aware 
when both types of hitrakshut are taking place. Again, noticing both, being aware of both, being enhanced by both, but I can't bank on the first one. It won't work. How many people really felt that? And this happens till t- t- today. This is a very, I know it's a little bit of a sensitive topic, but it's, it's, we're all sensitive people. Here it's less of an issue because, you know, I mean, I pay, I have five children, Baruch Hashem, that are receiving Yiddish Chinuch, and I, I probably pay what my friends in America uh, pay in a, a day. For one, maybe, maybe for one week. The number, when I was in LA right now, I was sitting with some friends that are talking to me about what they're paying for their children to go to school. I, I, I just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Let me, let me, let me just get through. Let me just get through. Not, I, well, let's just go through this. There's a point to this. Not just a tangent on why, why you should make Aliyah. It's, it's much deeper than this. It's that even here, though, forget there, it's crazier because you're putting so much money and banking on something happening, me'atzma over there. And we don't do the same here. Me'atzma. They'll go to school, they'll, they'll learn. The supplements from school are secondary to the, what has to happen from the home. Anyone that banks on the me'atzma that may happen, hoping that the right teacher is placed with the right student, you're playing with sakonas nefashas, if that's, if that's how we're viewing it. It, has to be, it. it happens to be, Baruch Hashem, we've had a lot of atzlacha. <laughs> I personally am, am so thankful to Gadish Baruch Hu that the person that is, has, has guided my four daughters so far into Kita Aleph is a tzaddik. Tzaddik. Chaim, right? You know Chaim. Chaim, uh, what's his last name? Chaim from the Mechina. Chaim. This is like Chaim Aganan, which, which freaked the daylights out of us when we were about to send our first girl there. It's like, this is weird. And then a week later, I realized, no, no, she gets the Baal Shem, to Baruch Hashem. But to bank on that? Evshah. <laughs> So we do this all the time, meaning there's no way that we can bank on these things to maftiach, hitrakshut of the neshama of a yeled or of ourselves. The hafalah has to be from, from, from within, and that's the point of the sefer, that I actively... What was the whole thing of the visualization of Yom Hamita about, of the day of death, and what happens with the Malach HaMavis and all these things he was saying? What was the purpose of that? That I actively wake, press a button that sees my neshama alive and feeling and excited and mitragesh from it. So whether you realize it or not, you're here now because you don't want to bank on me'atzma and that it happens on its own. That's why we're here. Continue. The Rebbe says, you know why? Because I want us to be people that are anashim mitrakshim. What does that mean? Emotional, sensitive people? No. It means people that are alive and that get excited and moved by the Talmud Torah and the mitzvahs. They're mimele doing. They're doing it anyway. Why not feel it? Why not be excited from it? You're doing it anyway. You're going shachas minchamarev. You're keeping, you're putting on tzitzis. You're, you're keeping taras mishpacha. You're eating kosher. You're living in Eretz Yisrael. Why not feel it? Why not be mitragesh from it? And the Rebbe says, we will. Like he says, it's, 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 it's interesting. We will become this. It's inevitable. We will become this. Now again, context, this is how many years after the Baal Shem Tov This is 1920, 1930? 100 and 
more. No, more. Baal Shem Tov is Nigla in 1734, right? It's almost 200 years, right? Almost 200 years. There's a whole school of thought when it comes to the Piyasets Nerebbe that he felt that Hasidim forgot what the point of the Baal Shem Tov was. Listen, most of us would walk into Hasidish, we wouldn't, we wouldn't feel comfortable there. It, it's not the way we imagine it with the stories, you know. I had, I had this, I tried this one time, I was in Hebron, late, late middle of the night, Sukkis one night. Do you remember one year, they let me into, no, it wasn't Sukkis, I forget what it was. They had me come and play in Ohel Yitzchak. I sent you, I think I sent you guys the clip. Is that what it's called, Ohel Yitzchak? Right, so it wasn't, huh? Ulam Yitzchak, thank you, Ulam Yitzchak. And uh, it was a fundraiser for one of the yeshivas there. It was, they, they, we, we, we snuck in, me and the, and the Rosh Yeshiva of Shavei Hevron, and the fundraiser, and they snuck us in, and I'm playing right by the area where it says, you know, like the petach of, uh, right? It's very, very intense. It was, it, was, it was like 2.30 in the morning. It was crazy. I'm flying. I come back down. And I'm waiting for the ride to get back, and I see two visionesses, uh, two, two Hasidim come, and they say, I'm sitting with the guitar. They're like, oh, let's sit, let's, let's schmooze. So I said to one of them, I said, what's your name? He said, Chaim Meirel. So I knew he was a visionetzer, because Chaim Meirel was the name of the, I think the Imre Chaim, one of the previous visionetzer Rebbes. So I said to him, do you want to hear a story about the, the Chaim Meirel visionetzer who you're named after? He looked at me like, you're going to tell me? Yeah. I said, yeah, I'll tell you a story. I told him like a wild story. Amazing thing, actually, a Tishbuk story. There wasn't... I told a hippie that I met the week before at a, at a, at a gathering about Reb Chaim Meirel, he was losing his mind. Ish mitragesh. Ish mitragesh. So the Piyasetz Nerebbe basically felt, by here, Hasidim shachachu ma kol they forgot, they forgot the whole thing, what the whole, it became a movement, and like you all know, Rabbi Judah Mishal always says, the first thing that a movement does once it becomes a movement is that it stops moving. Mamash. This happens all the time. It stops moving. He wants to machzir atara liyoshna. The Piyasetzner wants to bring it back to what it was all about. The Baal Shem Tov wanted us to feel that we're going to become anashim mitrakshim that we become excited about what we're engaged in. Not trying to understand it all the time and make sense of it, but that we can actually sit here at a, at a, at a shir and become mitragesh from the words of the tzaddik that was killed by the Nazis, that we're sitting here. Did you ever stop and realize that the Piyasetzna doesn't even have a makam kvura and we're sitting here 90 years later and we're learning his Torahs? Is it all mitragesh? Like, why, why don't I stop and like, it's not the most miragesh thing in the world. Now that I get through it, do I understand what he's saying? I don't know if I understand what he's saying. But, his, but, 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 but a tzaddik who was brutally murdered by the Germans, his words we have, and we're sitting and we're learning them. And now I come back to him and I say, We're going to become. This is the point of this Sefer. I'm moved by my choices in life. I'm actually moved by it. It actually does something to me. So he continues like this. The cruel person, it's very hard to awaken them when you try to bring down the midah of Rachmanus. Have Rachmanus on yourself. Achzar, the cruel, the cruel person. 
That's what he's talking about. רק לפעמים, ורק על ידי צרה נוראה חס ושלום בזולתו, היא תרגש ברחמנות. The naturally cruel person, maybe he will calm down if חלילה his neighbor goes through a פיגוע. Maybe then his אכזריות will, will tone down חס ושלום, that should be the way. But that's generally how with cruelty, what will only be the, the only like, you know, only way to, 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 to tone down a cruel, cruel person's teva. מה שאין כן, האיש שבעצם הוא רחמן, but what's not the case, by people that in their nature, in their עצם, in their essence, they are רחמנים. They have this notion of compassion. בקל יתעורר כפעם, בפעם, גם מכל דבר שיש בו צד רחמנס. Every time there's an opening of compassion, he'll always be awakened to this. He will always find... Some kind, of, some kind of moment of, oh, I'm here. I, I, I feel it. Hafala. Hafala. Ken, kol zman she'ein anu mitrakshim, as long as our Yiddishkeit, our lives, are without any, without any being moved, being touched. Avodah gedola upeula kasha hi la'avienu l'idei trakshut. So it's very, if, if we live our lives like this, it's very, very hard to actually bring ourselves to mitragesh, you have to wait for a, for a me'atzma moment, right? You have to wait for a me'atzma moment. You have to wait for like, wait for like Reb Usher Weiss when he comes here and blow our minds. But you can't bank on Reb Usher Weiss. You have to take advantage of it like we did here, but you can't bank on it for the, for the once in a while moments. Breslovers that bank on Uman, it's a different Indian there. You can't bank just on that. You have to meet Ragesh with every experience that you have that awakens within you the Midah of Rachmanut, which is all the time, because we're in our Teva Rachmanim. We are. Bekimat shelo biyadeinu hi, uchshayale la'asot otano lebaalei regesh, az lo tehei itrakshotinu kokach yikara lanu hanimtsaa rak lefamim, v'achari tamtsut yetera, tchufot nitragesh v'chol pam, the Rebbe is saying, well, this is so beautiful. David, you want to see the last two lines there? Yes. The last two lines. Once we reach the goal of being able to feel emotions easily, we will not be so impressed by feelings that come only rarely and after great toil. For we shall experience such feelings frequently and whenever we wish as a result of our own volition. One time, a friend of mine came to teach in Happy Menin in Los Angeles from Moshav Mavomodim. And he, I'm not going to expl- tell you too much about what he taught about because you'll figure out who he is. But he asked me to give him a bracha to stop crying while he teaches. He's, I, I said, why? He said, because I'm making people feel uncomfortable. I said to him, listen, I will give you, I'm a Kayan, I'll give you any bracha in the world besides that one. Never. I'm never going to give you a bracha to stop crying while you're teaching because you're so mitragesh from what you're teaching. And if people get uncomfortable because they're because you're crying it's while you're problem. teaching, huh? it's their problem. It's their opening. It's the, it's their it's their opportunity. It's their opportunity. How often are we meet Ragesh from what we're learning? You know, honestly, this is I'm just sharing with you. I'm doing a lot of prep right now for the guys that are coming and joining the kolo, right? And in my mind, I, I have so many different things I want to learn with these guys. Like, ain't self, I have to, this avoda of tzimtzum. It's very, very hard. 
But aside from the Chomer, the texts, amazing Rav Cooks and Maharals and Kisvi Ariza, all these things we're working on, the general themes that I want to learn with these guys is, Mamish, these kind of things. You know, these kinds of like, like, what kind of Torah are you giving over? Yes, you have to know all the Torah, and yes, you have to have Bekiyas and Shas, and you have to know Poskim, you have to know how to learn, you have to know how to go from <laughs> Nosei Kalim. Yeah, it's all true, because that's part of the package. That's part of being, of the, being part of the conversation that we've had as a Masorah for thousands of years. But to be able to give over a Yiddishkeit in the Torah of Hitragshut, this, this is the door of Baya Arts. This is the door of coming into Eretz Yisrael. This is what it's about. It's what it's coming down to. This is what it's coming down to. So these things of like what he's what he's what what what, what, David, what David Rich just just translated right now, like that it won't be so frequently that I meet Ragesh. I know for many of us it seems like what are you talking about? Alavai once a week I should feel awake. No, no. It's not how it works. It's not what the Baal Shem Tov had in mind. It's not what it's about. We're in the three weeks right now. We ha- did, did anyone bench since Shabbos? No one had bread here since Shabbos? Everyone did. Was the, a little bit different since we started Shabbat Shabbat Thomas? Why not? Not, why not? I'm not saying, why not? I'm saying, why not? You understand the difference? Why not? It could be. It could be. Am I going to wait to watch one of these films that hopefully do some kind of Yisairus to my nefesh? Why, what, are you, what are we waiting for? We have this in our, this is, we have this all the time. It's, what we're, it's how we're trying to learn the halacha in the morning. Benching is an easy example, easy target. But it's the way we're trying to maf'il, to awaken a, a, a place in us. It's definitely Rav Sasson's whole mahalach of learning and teaching. The whole thing. Whenever he starts teaching, he says, Ani rotze lehit bonen b'mashu. Never says, Ani rotze lehit mashu. Ani rotze lehit bonen. I want to introspect what we're going to be learning right now. Al menat, that awakens something up inside of me. And not just that I know it, but that's mashpian my hitrakshut in this world. It's mashpian me. This is again, the Rebbe reminding us what the point of this Sefer has been about. So it's like, almost like, I mean, we're not done. But what he, what he did right now, he's like, okay, I know we've been traveling, traveling, traveling. Let's come back again. Let's come back again. Let's remember what this whole Indian was. And let's remind ourselves that inside of us, if we really are in tune with our Teva, which means to have self-compassion, how does it translate self-compassion? According to the PSS Nerebbe so far, it translates by taking advantage of opportunities of Yisrakshas HaNefesh. That's how it translates. It doesn't mean, oh, give, give room for your inner child. And those are all important things that all the TED Talks in the world will, 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 will help you with. The way the Baal Shem Tov is bringing it down, the way we're bringing it down here is that self-compassion is taking advantage of all the moments we have that we could mafil in our nefesh yitrakshut and get excited and moved by our neshamas coming in contact with Kedusha. I have to stop here. We'll continue here on Wednesday, Be'ez Hashem. All right? Yishukoyach, everyone.